0: And Jesus says that, but from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined with his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Good morning, Christian America. That is the verse that we're going to talk about this morning. As we get into scripture, we're going to get into the gospel of Mark chapter 10 right at the beginning for those of you who have been following along that's where we're located jesus is giving a lesson in-depth lesson historically biblically uh personally and providing us insight into what god has planned for us in this life let no one lead you astray get into scripture verbatim come and join us good morning christian america All right. Good morning, Christian America. Happy Monday to everyone out there. Hopefully it's a blessed week that you're about to get yourself into. Again, if you like uh, messages like this, if you support the revitalization of the Christian American community across our nation, uh, we ask that you share this video. I I mean, do us a favor. Um, you, You would be helping us greatly the audience is growing the number of followers on all the social media platforms is growing the number of subscribers is slowly ticking up that's due to you guys share this on your social media profile uh share this and subscribe to our youtube channel the good morning christian america youtube channel our our rumble channel the uh the christian american community rumble channel parlor uh facebook instagram twitter um we're on all the platforms all the podcast platforms subscribe to us uh tune in you know Mondays and Fridays for a little bit of inspiration education and information and today friends we're going to continue what we've been uh going down over the last I don't know umpteen months we continue our journey through the New Testament we are in the Gospel of Mark today we're going to start chapter 10 hopefully you followed us the last couple of weeks you'd understand that Jesus is giving a lesson to his followers, not just to his disciples, but there's also Pharisees and people around that are listening in to him, uh, to what, his, what he's saying, to his teaching, trying to nitpick it, trying to use it against him. We know the story. We know how they try to entrap Jesus. Uh, but but in this lesson that we're going to continue today that I'm going to show to you, I'm going to read to you so you're not led astray. You're going to hear what Jesus has to say about marriage and and what Jesus has to say about divorce. But even he's gonna say something pretty interesting that lets us know that he was there from the beginning. And the, the, like many people point out, the differences in some of the Old Testament scripture and what Jesus professes to his followers and, and by, by that measure to us Christians for that so that we would follow his advice his guidance his stewardship his leadership but when they're seemingly in conflict as we're going to talk about today jesus kind of lets us know into the original plan of god and only he would know that so only he is able to to um, provide insight and so let us not fall into that trap of trying to change what we think based on what we feel we must always look to what jesus says and and in order to help us in our daily life live the life that we are called to so without further ado i'd like to I'd like you to get your bibles turn to the gospel of mark starting in chapter 10 today uh right at the very top in chapter 10 verse 1 scripture says that he set out from there and went to the district of judea and across the jordan again crowds gathered around him and As was his custom, he again taught them. The Pharisees approached and asked, Is it lawful for a husband to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He said to them in reply, What did Moses command you? They replied, Moses permitted him to write a bill of divorce and dismiss her. This is crucial, friends, so listen to what Jesus says next. But Jesus told them, because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God created them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, for they are no longer two, but one flesh therefore what God has joined together no human being must separate in the house the disciples again questioned him about this and he said to them whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her and if she divorces her husband and marries another she commits adultery now friends, this isn't what I'm telling you. Don't tell your friends and don't uh, d- don't make the assumption that it's me who's telling you these things. I just showed you scripture and we read it verbatim so that you understand yourself that so that you are not led astray by me or anyone else. but what Jesus says here in this passage, he's questioned about divorce and in the question about divorce he has to further back up that question in order to provide context into what god's original thought is how would jesus know what god's original thought is because jesus was there from the beginning of time jesus is God made flesh. He is the son of man. He is the son of God. He is the second part of the Trinity. The reason he knows what God's intention was in the book of Genesis chapter two, what he references is because he is God who gave instruction in Genesis chapter two, which he references. So when confronted about divorce, the Pharisees ask him is it lawful to divorce from your wife and so Jesus tested them and he said what did the law of Moses command and they tell him the, the law of Moses commanded that a husband could write a bill of divorce and separate and dismiss her is the word they use but separate from his wife and Jesus gives us an insight into God's original idea in creation he says, because of the hardness of your hearts, the hardness of the ancient Israelites' hearts, the hardness, if we didn't have a uh, spiritual direction, if we didn't have God's divine guidance, it would be the hardness of our hearts. And even with those things, we can still have a hardened heart. And so Jesus says, because of the hardened, hardness of your hearts, Moses gave you this command he gave you this opportunity but that wasn't the original idea I'll read it to you again because of the hardness of your hearts he wrote you this commandment but from the beginning of creation God made them male and female for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother And be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh when we see what's going on in this secular society today when we see what is being thrown upon us believers christians those uh, who, who call themselves followers of christ when we see and experience the the um the scandal that is taking place within our churches, within our communities, within our schools, within our institutions, within the government, all of these places where they try to take this idea, God's original intent, God's idea, not my idea. Don't say that I said these things. God's idea that he, and he alone is the author of life, that he and he alone is the author of marriage. Genesis 1, the author of life, he made them male and female. Genesis 2, author of marriage, that is a man shall leave his mother and father and be joined together with his wife, and the two become one flesh. His words, God's words, God's scripture, I'm just relaying this to you. Anyone with eyes can see and anyone with ears can hear. We've known this for 2,000 years at a minimum. If you go back all the way to the book of Genesis, when Moses first wrote these things down, I mean, you're looking at like 4,000 years ago. We've known this for essentially all of humanity. Don't let the last five years take away what we've known since all of humanity. all of humanity since the beginning of time that god and his original intention that god and the being the author of life and the author of marriage that god friends made them male and female that god commands that a man leave his parents to be joined with his wife and the two become one flesh friends we have to believe these things if you don't believe in one of these things because it doesn't fit your agenda, I need you to check your agenda. If you don't believe or want to follow these things because it hurts your feelings and I need you to check your feelings. If you don't believe or, or, or want to follow what God says because you have an arterial, arterial ulterior motive or because you make money off the contrary or because you just want to do what you want to do because you want to seek pleasure today rather than have eternal life then I need you to check that ulterior motive. I need you to check that money-making scheme. I need you to check your own beliefs. Because if they're not in accordance with what God says, then friends, they're just not right. That's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. There's some things that I wish that weren't in Scripture. We all have temptations of the flesh. We all have things that provide us temporary pleasure that go against the word of God. And it's our struggle and it's our duty to fight against the sins of the flesh, the temptation of the world. We must. Even when we fall, we get up and we ask for repentance. We pray for assistance and we keep on doing the right thing as best we can. What we cannot do and we should not do, and don't let anyone advise you to just take the sins of the flesh and try to justify them, try to rationalize them, try to celebrate them for earthly applause. Friends, I can can tell you there's too much of that going on. There's too many people in the church that seek the trappings of the world. There's too many people in the church that want to hear the applause of the secular world. There's too many people that call themselves people of faith. You see them on YouTube, you see them on social media, you see them on TV. Pastors and preachers and priests and bishops and ministers that want to dance around the conversation of what it means to be male and female, about what it means to be married, about what it means to have a marriage, a biblically ordained marriage. They'll claim that Jesus never talked about it. They'll claim that Jesus never laid, you know, said, said anything um, substantial in that area. They'll claim that he never addressed it They'll And then they'll bring up Jesus's mercy and love as a way to obfuscate from the question. When we're asked about what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be married, what it means to be born, what it means, what God had intended for us, Jesus tells us, let us not have to come up with our own conclusion. Our conclusion is not the correct conclusion. It's Jesus's conclusion. I would have probably said it different, but who am I? I'm no one. Jesus said it right. So we have to follow his guidance. We have to follow his direction. And we do so with love and compassion and generosity. We do so with a teaching heart, with a loving heart. We don't do so with condemnation. We don't do so with hatred and vengeance in our voice and in our heart. We reach out in kindness and in friendship and in love. So that others too may understand God's original intention. And again, if you like messages like this, if you support what we're trying to do, which is revitalize the Christian faith, we ask that you share this on your social media profile. We ask that you subscribe to the Christian American Community on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Parlor. Subscribe to the Good uh, Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel and the Good Morning Christian America parlor channel we ask that you would subscribe to this on all the any uh all and any of the uh, podcast platforms that's apple podcast google podcast spotify etc etc and so uh, with that ladies and gentlemen until friday you guys stay on fire for christ stay blessed good morning christian america